Welcome to the Creative Plan Podcast Network. Join us as we share our favorite RPGs, one-shot games, tabletop games, reviews of items, and convention panels, and other exciting things that we run into from time to time. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Plan Podcast with Kelly. Hello! And it is RPG at Day 2019, August the 29th. The word of the day is not only the topic of a great movie. It is not only the reason why that we're probably sitting at a gaming table gaming. It is not only why we are not playing chain mail the tabletop game. This is quite a build-up. It is. The word is evolved. Evolved. See, I'm stretching it to Evolution, the movie, uh-huh. which is a fun movie. Actually, it was. Chainmail evolved into D&D. Remember the tabletop wargaming? Take the Chainmail, turned into to Dungeons and Dragons. I never played Chainmail. I went straight to D&D. No one's really, unless you were gaming hardcore in the 70s, <laughs> early 70s, you didn't play it. Early 70s, I was pretty young, so... So, evolve, which it is a thing that is constantly happening. Your character sheets evolve, games that we play, their mechanics characters evolve. evolve. Characters have their own storyline and evolve into their own character. Because mm-hmm. how many times has a player had a character that, I'm going to go from point A to point B, and your character as you play due to dice rolls, your teammates, the adventure, all these, all these things you did not know were there change your character and evolve it organically. Mm-hmm. And that's what it organically evolves is the magic. Yeah, like my uh, sign of Loki, that uh, yeah. uh, Trixie, she went from one thing, and through just through the gameplay, has completely changed. She's broken now. <laughs> You know, wow. it's <laughs> the way you look at me when you say that. That's because you broke her. <laughs> no, I'm a game broker. You slept but, with a greedy dwarf. Hey, you know. It was his head or his heart. He had he had to protect his head. Yeah, well, how well did that work out for him? Um, but yeah, I mean, here she starts off. You know, uh, I wouldn't say, you know, innocent or anything. Mm-hmm. She's you know. She was um, a thief. Yeah, well, she was. I mean, but she never stole from anybody who couldn't afford it, you know. And sort of like in it for the game of it. She was, it was a professional con person. Yeah, but it was it was it was a game. It wasn't like she really really needed it. She would donate a lot of it, you know, give it to friends and stuff. So you're saying she didn't need the Jotun hammer? She took from someone who's going to die if he didn't have it. Hmm, interesting. She, it was 
this game and she wanted to win. Um, but by the time the end of that adventure, yeah, she's not. She got serious. She's not as lighthearted as she used to be. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. She's definitely evolved into a darker persona. Um, Which is interesting. You know, because she was lied to, betrayed. Her heart has been broken. She trusted somebody and. Almost like letting, victims. Yeah. No. <laughs> I like how your first reaction was. No. Yeah. Um, uh, so sh- that character has evolved, mm-hmm. you know, over the different types of gameplay. See, I'll throw up for Evolve along the concept of games, gameplay and style. A- as a game master, never stop trying new things and evolving. Just like editions, like from first edition D&D to fifth edition, it has evolved miles from where it used to be. You know, at one point in first edition, part of your character build was actually you'd get a stronghold and some minions and try to set up and make your own place in the world. Fifth edition, not so much. I mean, granted, there's the cool strongholds book that that just came out, but that's not official D&D and it's, it's not part of the game. So always be willing to try new RPGs because you can get new tips and tricks. Like Blades in the Dark, you get the cool clock idea, which is a way of building up suspense and threat in the game. You know, each time the group fumble, mark a little tick on the clock. And when you fill up the clock, the town guards show up. Mm-hmm. Or the orcs get reinforced. Or all of a sudden a random patrol. Because I'm not a big fan of random encounter tables. I love random encounters, but the problem is so many people use them as a crutch. Die by the... Yeah, I like having the clock, and when you build up enough clock or threat, okay, now we have a reason for one of these three random encounters I've already rolled previously and flushed out to happen. You know, so that way it makes sense, it's organic. So always be willing to evolve and try different things, because that's how we learn. I mean, play with different GMs, play with different players. Because, you know, if you're playing with the same five players you've played since, like, elementary school, as a GM, you've not branched out because you haven't experienced what different opinions and players are. Try some some new player groups. Do a one-shot at your local game store. You would be amazed doing one-shots at your local game store how that teaches you to be able to experience and deal with who knows what when you show up to the game table, like the opening table Star Wars game. I never know if I'm getting three players or 11 players from that game table. <laughs> and you know what? Some of the funnest big games I've had is when we've had 11 people and I divvy everyone up into groups. The groups have missions. And I can tie it up to the group works as a group. And then I do, of course, that's Star Wars. So you can have the beautiful screen swipe at any moment and switch to the next group. Because that's the cinematic aspect of Star Wars. Is the screen swipe. And you kind of have to split the party when it's that large. Yeah. When it, when it then it becomes three mini teams as opposed mm-hmm. to one big team, all with one goal, but different parts. You know what? I'm also going to talk. Uh, um, so just one other thing for evolution. Um, player evolution. Because, you know, uh, when you've been gaming for, you know, a long time, just in general... And you see the player who's new to gaming, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're usually so timid about their characters Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's nice to see them evolve into, you know, a more confident role player. And then they're they're a lot more varied and daring um, as opposed to, I don't want to get 
like that new car. You know, they got the new car. They're you afraid, afraid of getting a scratch get a on it. Or a scratch or something. And then three years down the line, when you've been rear-ended once, you're just like, <laughs> cutting people off in traffic and, and driving it like you stole it. Yeah, exactly. So there's a, a player evolution. Mm-hmm. And, of course, all students become more comfortable with the new game system. Then, oh, well, you know, you can branch out. You learn how to play the system. And I'm not talking min-maxing or playing, you're like, you're You're playing it to the best. Yeah. Um, But just the way you play. Yeah, the synergy of action, Mm -hmm. economy, and all that good stuff. Yeah, and you become smoother as you're more comfortable with the rules. When it's your turn, you know what you're going to do. your flow, exactly. So you have, uh, and because the new one's like, I don't know what to do. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's a thing. and you like you kind of give them suggestions or mm-hmm. you know you help them along and then they're like hey I'm gonna do this then you they're know? going balls to the walls exactly that player evolution is is a treat you know yeah the seeing seeing the the the, the maturing of the, of a uh-huh. new player at the table that's that's always awesome like Ron's daughter oh she's amazing she's a rock star gamer she is I'm so hoping we get to hang out and, and play a game or two this spring time. So that's the different kinds of evolution you have at the game table. I mean, players are like Pokemon. They do evolve. They do change. They do blossom out. It could be the player who always plays one class will one day say, you know what, I want to try this class. I, I like playing different classes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still have my favorites, mm-hmm. but I've evolved now because I did try other classes. You know, it's... And never be afraid to have your character make each evolutionary change if it makes sense for the character. Like in fifth, for multi-classing, if that's available on your table, you could, hey, I had a near-death experience, and I'm now a warlock because someone gave me that Harry Dresden choice. Would you like to be the Winter Knight and come back, or do you want to be a cripple? <laughs> it could be that uh, all of a sudden your rogue has been doing all these levels of darkness, all of a sudden stole a holy script, fell off a rooftop, the Torah rolled open, and he read the script while sitting there with his broken back, and he felt the warmth of the God go through him. And the God gave him a choice. Are you ready for this to be the end of your path in the cold darkness ahead? Or do you want to serve me? And the rogue says, yes, I'm going to take a level of paladin or, you know, cleric. And, hey, there's a great story element for the GM to actually make story evolution. Yeah. I mean, I think it was in fourth Mm -hmm. uh, where you basically... You could take a class, I mean... Your Paragon tier. Yeah, exactly, which could have been, like, so, since my ranger, I mean, she was a Mm -hmm. half-elf, dad was a ranger, but her mom was a cleric, Um, uh, was an elven cleric, so my, even though she was a ranger, she actually had, like, two cleric spells or Mm -hmm. something, you know, a healing spell, and I think there was something else. But, um, and it was, it made sense for her. It was a natural character. Exactly, to have that. It was also needed for that group since we didn't have Yeah, that that is true. But thankfully it was fourth edition. You can work around that. Yeah, they had the uh, healing surges. Yeah. Which, which made it really difficult. People complain in fifth about killing players. Fourth was great when they make it hard for killing players. GM should not worry about killing players. Players kill players. <laughs> Just let it evolve naturally that they run to death. But, you know, evolution happens in so many different, you know, different macro and micro levels. Let it happen. 
don't be afraid to let your character not try new things. You know, hey, character change happens. In almost every other game system out there, there's some kind of evolution that happens in the characters. In the Star Wars system, you can buy a new talent tree and take a different aspect of life. You could be a Padawan who all of a sudden becomes a smuggler because you can't be a Padawan in public. That's for sure. You know, you could be a separatist who then takes a imperial class so you can then go back into the empire and work with work with the good guys air quotes space nazis so don't be afraid to evolve especially if it makes interesting stories and don't forget bad guys evolve too when your bad guy gets his escape he he, he like the classic pulp villains if they escape enough times they evolve up to the next level it's like I've warned our group in the Clone Wars era Star Wars game we're going to be doing soon. If a nemesis villain escapes from you twice, he will now be a evolved nemesis, which is a new system, a new rule they've got for these enhanced nemesis that get a second attack at the bottom of the initiative order. Because people have been realizing five players versus one nemesis, the guy gets jacked up every time. Darth Vader would die to five Han Solos because they get to go after him so many times. So he gets that last slot as an extra action, demonstrating a true nemesis's badassery and ability to, an ability to evolve. Just like, you know, Johnny Five is alive. Alrighty, guys, this is Jimmy Kelly from Creative Planet Podcast Network, signing out with Evolve. And go see the movie Evolution, it's really good. Well, it's out on uh, Netflix. Yeah. It's super campy. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for listening. Down in the depths of the mountain, we dwarves spend our time forging powerful weapons, mining precious gems and metals, and feasting like kings. But after a day of digging for the next Arkenstone, this dwarf likes to come home to a package full of loot. Dungeon Crate is a monthly subscription box service forged specifically for RPG and tabletop gamers. Miniatures, dice, tokens, coins, maps, modules, terrain pieces, handcrafted items, RPG jewelry, and more are yours for only a few gold per month. You even get a digital crate along with a physical one as an added bonus. So are you brave enough to reward yourself with a dungeon crate? By Morden's beard, I hope so. DungeonCrate.com. Let the adventure begin. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.